Hey everyone, I know you've heard me speak about microdosing and how much I love it. And I'm talking about microdosing THC. I love it. And that's why I love our sponsor, microdose.com. Microdose gummies are incredible. They deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. And when I mean just the right amount of good, I mean in so many situations, anxiety, sleep, focus, pain, relaxation. There are so many different strains and they're really helpful. And I have recommended microdose.com to so many people. And you know what they say to me? Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't be afraid of microdosing. Go to microdose.com and you'll learn all about microdosing THC. These gummies feel amazing. They taste amazing. I have used them to get me into the zone I need to write. I've used them at night after a stressful day or a stressful show to relax. I have also said to family members, please take a gummy right now. And they've said, oh, good idea. So check it out. Check it out because they're fantastic. And I'm not like a big weed person. I mean, I used to be. And I do enjoy, I do enjoy weed every now and then, but I love, I love these gummies and I take them with me everywhere. So check it out. Don't be afraid. They're all natural. They're fantastic. And you deserve it. So what are you going to do? You're going to do something that is fantastic. You're going to get 30% off your first order. 30% off. That's a lot. Plus free shipping today at microdose.com. Use promo code Judy Gold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D. It's available nationwide. They deliver it to your door. That is microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold for 30% off and free shipping. Do it. Go to microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold. You deserve it. You deserve it. And you know what else? You're welcome. Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer. So let's bring her out. The star attraction. The one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Ms. Judy Gold. Probably end up sitting Sweet. like this. Uh, when oh do we God. start? When do we start? Right well, it's, we're starting right now. Okay, lady. Because, yes. Oh, you want to introduce me? Yeah, I always introduce. Introduce me. Go ahead. Well, I, I think people probably recognize that voice already. I guess the voice, yeah, yeah. Because then they'll say, "Oh, that face," but they don't know the name. I know. <laughs> no, I know the name, but I you are name. recognized. But just twenty-four-seven. I am DB me right, right now, and they go, "Oh, look who yeah. she's talking to." So, <laughs> I love this man. I think he is. And first of all, you're like one of the nicest guys ever. Always. So you say. Well, every time I've bumped into, uh, for years. Can I tell you something? We are good friends. How many lunches have we had together? Zero. How many dinners? Eight. Coffee. Nothing. Four. We, we don't. We, Two. I never. I would never. meet with you. And, and, and no sentence would get finished. That's hilarious. That's true. I love that, though. I love friends like that. There's um, no, no, no. It's pretense. It's not that I fill in. For her, pardon me, I'm going to be on mic. Not that I fill in her sentences, it's that I interrupt and tell this is what I want to say, and then you would then interrupt what I want to say. Right. So get this re- is going to be get yeah, ready, ladies yeah, and yes. gentlemen. Fasten your seat because <laughs> we are here today with the one, the only Richard Kind, ladies yay, and gentlemen. Yay, I'll applaud there. I'll now, applaud. Richard Kind, I, I, I'm just going to say, not in his 30 years in this business, which I, I would think it would be a little longer. Let's see. I kind, I did research. Uh, 185. You've your IMDb is longer than anyone else's. It, it might be. I know. It, it is. You work except for John Carradine. 
<laughs> to have you Google fought him? <laughs> no, but John Kerry. You know, the old actors used to be on the studio. Yes, and mm-hmm. they would work, 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 work. And, but they would work in the morning. They right. would do their scene. Then they'd go across to another scene, right. uh, another movie. And then they'd go to, you know, they, they would work. What happened in those days? They would do what that. happened? Oh, you want to know something? I, I, I There is a stigma to doing guest spots on a series. Right. Because that means, oh, you can't handle a seri- uh, right. your own series That's or something retarded. like that. Sorry. Well, ridiculous. of course it's retarded, but the way that, that people, uh, what perceive things is retarded yep. right. in, in this country and at the studios. But I wish to God we could do that. I, I'd love to just bounce around. Well, I you are one, and this is what I've always loved about you, but you you want to work. You don't care what it is. You will work. And I am the same way. Mm. I don't care if I'm, if there's a stage, I'll go on it. I will go anywhere to work. And the thing that produce, some producers know about actors is we will work for free. Now, we have a huge ego and can command a lot of money and don't love it. Right. uh, They will turn down work and they're the people who get people into the seats. I, on the other hand, are an actual storyteller. But well, I, no, 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 no. He, I'm an actual he, whore. <laughs> yeah, no, but you love or, theater more than I, anything. Same with me. I love live performance, and I make no money. I love anything. Right. I swear to God, right. I love anything. I, I wish I didn't, and therefore the payment is the joy opportunity to do what I love. And producers know that, and and we get. I can't tell you the they take advantage. The un, not a, not an advantage. All you got to do is ask. Right. And I show up. I really do. Uh, the funniest thing, though, is who was my hero growing up, growing up, growing up? Woody Allen. Right. Oh, uh, we just bumped into each other. That's right. Did you? Yes. How'd you do? I, I. Did you got it? I got a part. Yeah. You did. Yeah. Who else got it? Can we I talk? have no idea. All right. Okay, we'll talk after. We'll okay. talk. I but I, I, I went in. I uh-huh. read a scene, and then they said. Apparently, I was on the board. You know, they didn't know he likes me. I've auditioned for him before, and he liked me. Right. And they, he wrote a scene for me. Like, there's a, <gasps> it's a very small, oh, so, it's so tiny. You're, you're, you're not a regular. You're, you're not. Oh, no, 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 no. I am just, I don't even have a name. But it's a very funny scene. Oh, that's great. Okay. I go in. Uh, did you read that scene with the uh, the, the complaining, the wife? Yes, the wife complaining with okay, the husband. Yeah, and complaining. I, I, yeah. Okay. Oh, we're not allowed to say anything. I'll cut this out if you want. All right. I, I, do you We're want not to allowed to say. We could talk about auditioning, but you can't say what it's about. So none of this will okay. cut out yet. All right. Not, we don't know In anything. In any case, okay, I, I did, did the scene. I did one thing that was I recognized was bad. I didn't react. I, I came too close in right. on the line, trying to give it a rhythm where I, what I should have done is reacted to her. Right. And I should have. But, but I was very, very, very real. Right. At least I believe I was real. Right. I wasn't funny. Mm-hmm. I was just real. And when it was finished, and he he knows me, and yes. I'll, I'll tell you why he knows me, but he had his hands in his pocket. When it was finished, he just sort of shrugged and went, like, yeah, those are the words. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you, you did it. Yeah, everything is, yeah. is just right. And no, 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 no. And then I found out, oh, okay, we want somebody more character I, they don't get more character than I they. know. You are the character. You're the character's I know. I, I know. So, actor character. But you were actor. also in a very bad mood when you... Went to that audition. I was. I was harried. Yes. I was very, very mm. harried because of my doctor mm-hmm. said he had to talk to me about something. And when a doctor says, oh, God. And, right. and I said, can we do it over the phone? No, it has to be in person. Oh, oh. And then I said, oh, 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 and then you think, oh, my right. God, well, you know, what's the matter with my right. penis? What is right. wrong? Like, How much longer Well, I'll do tell I you have? what's wrong with me. All I right, could, yeah. oh, believe me, I could tell you what's wrong with my yeah. penis. Oh, I can um, tell you what's wrong with mine, brother. All right, okay. yeah. <laughs> and, I guess I should have left that yeah. welcome mat open, didn't I? Uh, um, uh, so, so anyway. Wait, the doctor I, thing's fine, though. Yeah, I'm fine. All I'm right, fine. good. He just said. Your penis he, is great. He, he said my penis is so great. Magnifique. Now it's the rest Save of your me. body. He had to start yeah. talking in French. It's right. say magnifique. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, but I turned down two things for Woody Allen, uh, which is hilarious because he's my hero. Right. And I turned down two things that Woody Allen was doing. And I never turned down anything. Why as did Hank you? Azaria when were, said, what were they? Uh, one was uh, Bullets Over Broadway, which oh. I loved. 
I know. I loved it. You but have Bullet to give it another chance. The musical. The musical. Right. Yes, that's what I'm yeah. talking about. And I, and I loved it. I love when I saw it. Stroh does no wrong. Woody mm-hmm. Allen, hilarious. Everything's good. But the part was the producer. He didn't have a pl- He didn't have a song. It was uh, you had to commit a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And I think I would have shot myself. Right. I, I, I would have killed myself. And the other thing was, uh, uh, one of the three plays that he did with um, yes uh, Elaine May and the, and although the scene on paper. Was not funny. My character came in, said six lines, and then sat on the bed with a pizza pie container on his lap, just looking at everybody. And I said, "That one, I'll kill myself too." Right. Mm. I just couldn't. I couldn't do it. Probably and not and, even real and pizza. And it was the the scene was quite funny on stage, but um, I just I can't. So I can't. Uh, and it's Woody uh, Allen. Have you ever say. worked with him before? Never. You're Never. such a Woody Allen type. So everybody says, so I say, the only person who really doesn't say it is, is Woody. Woody Allen. So. Huh. Um, mm-hmm. so Richard John Kind, you were born in Trenton, <laughs> New Jersey, yes. and I am also from New Jersey, uh, but you didn't grow up in New Jersey. Well, to a degree I did. I mean, okay. it was Trenton, but right across the river, 10 minutes away. Was Bucks County. It was Bucks County. It was, right. it was Yardley. But my dad's store was in Princeton. Yes. And your father was a jeweler. Yes. A jeweler uh, whose competition was, in essence, Tiffany and Cartier. Right. Because in Princeton, uh, um, y- y- you know, you have very educated and wealthy people who either went to New York to buy the jewelry or trusted their their local jeweler. And his suppliers were the same suppliers as and Isn't this fascinating? No, I do. But I, like it. I love it. So he – did you love your father? Yes. I loved him. I didn't always – What's the word? I loved him as my son says, well, of course, you're supposed to love him. Right, right, right. But did I have anything in common? If if I were to meet him, would I want to go out to dinner with him? Right. No, nah, I don't think so. Right. Did I have anything in common? However, when I learned to play golf, that's when I began to like my father uh, as well as love him. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was golf that brought us together, truly. And I asked a, a professional woman golfer, uh, at the Dinah Shore, when I played with her, I said, why, why, why are you so good? How did you go? She goes, she used to, the time that she used to spend with her dad, who she loved at a young age, was he, was, he went to the golf range right. and would bring her, and she would just watch Aww. and then would play and, and at the range. And so that's how she became good. So they bonded. Yes. And then- My children, who will do anything to stay away from me, right. will not go to the range, <laughs> will not go to the golf course. <laughs> Your kids are so cute. They are very. My <laughs> kids are wonderful. I know kids they're really great who kids. Just can't take this. Oh, so dad. your sister was she close with your father? Uh, there was a more contentious relationship, so probably she was closer in a funny way. Right, because she, she got more attention because they were not, yeah. not contention, but they uh, they, they they talked. I right. didn't, I didn't talk to him. Did you I talk to your a, mother? Yes, my mother drove me a little crazy. Alice, I love that name. Yes, Alice, Alice. Be kind. Now and I'm Richard. Be kind. Yeah, Alice. Be kind. You're Richard J. Kind. No, I'm not. Who said you're Richard? It says Richard John Kind. In and I was like, "There's no way his name is Richard John Kind. It's J O H N." I thought you were making a joke. No, I I've looked and uh, on Who Wikipedia. The John the John Society. I swear to God, look on Wikipedia. Wikipedia is the worst. The worst. You but mean, I read other articles about. I you. know who told the the same people who said that I'm re- related to uh, Rosalind Kind, Barbara Streisand. Oh right. For I am not. Uh, wow. I'm, it's Richard Bruce Kind, and therefore it's Richard B. Kind. Richard John Kind. Born November 22nd, 1956. So that's the extensive research you've done. No, I do that. I went Wikipedia <laughs> first. That's her skim. And then she I skimmed. Don't I do a lot yes. of research? I look up I'm articles. And, all right. Really? Okay. I she do. calls people that have known you yeah. in the past? Um, really? Who'd you call? I'm not telling. Okay. Um, you went to Northwestern. I did. You mm-hmm. went to like private school when you were growing up, right? No. Pensbury something. Pensbury was the local club. Uh, my my parents wanted me to go to Lawrenceville, right, or Princeton Day School, and I was doing very well at Pensbury and loved my friends and said I don't want to go. Actually, went in for the interview at Lawrenceville right. and said I don't want to go. I don't want to be here. And they they told my parents, you know, fuck my mom, him. No, 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 not fuck him. Right. Keep him in public school. Right. He's doing well. He likes it. No, I was successful. Did your sister go to private? Well, that's the, that's she'll admit this too. Uh, I was class president. I was popular. All the teachers liked me. 
so my sister had a trail of shadow right. that was very difficult to overcome. I'm saying that really truthfully. And right. so she was never Joanne Kind. She was Richard, Richard Kind's, Kind's sister. sister. Yeah. She went to PDS. She All right. To... That's good. She had her own life. She what does she, she do? Did. I just saw her today. She is, well, she raised three, uh, honest to God, magnificent children. Mm -hmm. Magnificent. Each one wonderful. Uh I I don't I, she was I don't know what the hell she does right. I don't know is I she, don't I don't she ask live in the city <laughs> no she lives out in Penn, in Bucks County all right in Pennsylvania now you went to Northwestern uh -huh. which is a premier acting school and yet are you going to fill it in you didn't study your major was not was not theater, theater. yes uh, I went there as a theater major I spent the first semester there and there was an, a teacher named Bud Byer who and everybody who knows acting teachers mm -hmm. would know Bud Byer and I said that I'm transferring out of the theater department I'm going to communication studies I got to be a lawyer I right. got to take over my dad's store and he talked to me about it and everything and one day he puts me up on the stage for the entire class and lectures me about taking the easy way out and going mm -hmm. into my dad's store in front of the whole class and it's a. I remember it. Were you humiliated? Or you know, I am really thick-skinned. Mm -hmm. No, I was humiliated. Wow. I think I was more humiliated. Wow. Um, uh, and I, uh, I remember it. I'm very thick-skinned, and uh, I just sort of took it. You know what the hell? You know he, he wants to say it, and I believe his opinion was correct. Well, he saw you. He saw. Well, obviously, you. he saw how talented. Yeah, very you nice. Are. Good yes, for yeah. Him. yeah, cast me in plays, stuff right. like that. And, Bert Byer, but but Bud Byer, Bud Byer, or John Byer from the John. No, I'm kidding. J O H N. <laughs> right, the John. John Society. Bruce Byer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but, but, but he was a great guy, a great teacher. Right, and uh, he was right. But I have I, I was raised a certain way right and there's certain things you just can't pass on it's like being raised religiously or right something like that I was raised to be my dad wanted me to go to law school business school and then take over his store right now here's and you're gonna get furious at this you're gonna be furious my sister did go into my dad's business when my sister said she wanted to take over mm -hmm. when my dad retired he would not let her oh, because she was a woman that is correct, sir. Oh, my God. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, that's a bummer. That's that's old school. Now, it, of course it's old school, yeah. but he had to worry about himself, whether or not she could do it. Maybe he saw something in her. Well, I believe it was because she, he she was, was lied to also, just like we all mean? were about, you know, women and men being equally able to run things. OK, and well, deal he's with from stuff. a whole different generation. That's what I'm saying. Generation. That's what and, I'm saying. And yeah. he was worried about selling the store, which was going to be his bread and butter for the rest of his right. life. Yes. Damn. So what ha happened to the story? Oddly enough, he died soon after. So she took because, over. Ah, ah, ah. Did she take it over? No, she never. No, she, no, no, no. He sold the store. Uh, sold instead the store. of giving it to his fucking daughter. His fucking daughter. Damn. Fuck. I know. Tabletic, so... All right, because I've gone... You know how I'd like to work out, and I... I have my staple of workout clothes. You also look good in workout clothes. Like, you could wear that on a... Like, no, you're one I, of those people that... No, I'm not. Well, I enjoy the athletic look. Right, because you're out of your mind. Right. Um, and I'm a lesbian. And it's also... That's right. And <laughs> you know what I can't stand? The ones that walk around with the athletic clothes and holding their yoga mat. You know, on the Upper West... Whatever. So, um... <laughs> Kill me now. Whatever. I, I just, I can't stand when people are like walking around with their yoga mats like, oh, I just did yoga yeah. and you're a loser. And, but I, I used to work out in t-shirts and then I, even when I was like running long distances, but I used to get like little, you know, my skin would like tear. Rash. Or, yeah, yeah. Rashy. And then your nipples get whatever. <laughs> but anyway, so I, I did invest in some workout clothes. And it's they're expensive, really right? expensive. So I'll wear it like twice. I don't care if it smells. And then I have to like hand wash it. Right. So then I go on this Fabletics thing. And they're so good. The, they're so reasonably priced. And they're really cool looking. Like I would wear the Fabletics thing. Like if I was working out and then I had to go out to lunch, mm -hmm. I could wear a Fabletics thing. But I would not be carrying my yoga mat. I love it because they have 
an entire outfit for you, an entire athletic wear outfit. I mean, to me, you could wear it out, but it's definitely good for your workout. I hate, I mean, I'm, I'm ridiculous when it comes to picking out any kind of clothes at all. They do it all for you. It's like they could basically send you a hanger and there's, you know, your Under Armour, there's your shorts, there's your shirt, right. boom. And you can get one for just 25 bucks with free shipping um, as a, as a new VIP have... member exclusive on, uh, on Fabletics and on their um, FL2. Fabletics! Yeah. And I uh, wish they had a theme song. Hey, welcome to Fabletics! Yeah! No, but the stuff is really good. <laughs> There's stuff, really good stuff for guys, too, because I yeah, got some the, stuff for Ben. That's the FL2. Uh, new exclusive styles and outfits. Uh, it's really quick and easy, super simple, especially, you know, for us New Yorkers. Just boom, boom, boom. Um, you can shop by outfits or separates. You can get it a la carte, if you will. And uh, it's co-founded, um, designed, and inspired by Kate Hudson. I know. Definitely go to fabletics.com slash Judy. Oh, it's Judy. J-U-D-Y. Fabletics.com slash Judy. And you'll get 25 bucks off for becoming a VIP member, getting one of these sets that are usually 50 to 60 bucks. You'll get it for $25. It's so good. Yeah, check it out. If you're into working out, if you're an active person, live an active lifestyle, or you can't. Okay, now you like sound me. like a commercial. Oh, well, I mean, all right. No, if you work out, I work out. And you look like a slob because you're wearing some old T-shirt from a comedy club you worked at 30 years ago. <laughs> Just go on this website. It's reasonable. And you don't have to go into a store and everyone's like all buff and like, hey, can I help you? Because you can actually order it online. It's really cool. So, Did you ever say to him, Dad, let her take it over? Or was that just a no-no? I'm sort of blind to certain family things. Right. And I never really knew. Right. Or I didn't want to invest in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think I did say, well, why, why are you kidding, Joe? I think right. I might have said Joanne would have been a much better right. t- taking it over. I would have been a better salesman. She was actually would have Ran run the business. store better. Yeah. My dad was more like me. My dad, I swear to God, my dad could sell ice to the Eskimos. Right. Mm-hmm. He could sell anything. He just... His store was so classy, and he, he you know why he hated the business? Uh, because it became a thing where Zales and all of these places yeah. came in, and somebody would come in and go, well, I can get a better price here. He goes, then go there. Right. I have this piece of jewelry, which is so fairly priced, and you have my backing that the, that the quality of what you're getting is so good right. that I have priced it accordingly. I ain't cheap, but I will guarantee you this is the best you're going right. to get. And I'll that's how it. I would have been. Right. But he couldn't run a business as well as he wanted to. He wasn't a businessman. He was right. a salesman. Right. I'm a salesman. I don't know. I, I was on the phone with the insurance company yesterday. Uh, when I tell you how I wanted to kill myself. Oh, I know. How I fell asleep. I can't deal with numbers or people or run a business or, or organize. Or just right. Things. If I make a, a grocery list, that is as close to business school as right, I get. Right, right, right. <laughs> oh, my God. I just don't have it. I, if I talk to my one of my best friends is my stockbroker. Mm-hmm. And he knows to talk to me quickly, get right. it out of the way, because I will fall asleep on the phone right. or I'll say, I've got to go. I can't. I, ha- I can't. I can't like, I can't. I can't listen to this. Tell someone I, else. I, yeah. I, I, I can't thing. listen. I can't. I can't, I can't uh, absorb it. Either. Absorb or understand absorb or make the decision. And whenever he sells, says, you know, we want to sell this, but buy into the do go. Right. I don't care. Right. I know. Fleece me. <laughs> I, go, do, go I do, do it. that with Elisa. I'm like, I'll get something for the mortgage. I, I can't. Please don't even make me. I can't fucking deal with it. I don't want to know. Right. I am an ostrich. I put my head in the ground. Um, so Actors. who was at, in- so ask me what I did at Northwestern d- during economics class? <laughs> All right, what did you, Richard? You know what you do in Northwestern uh, when you were at Northwestern during uh, economics class? I made my signature and I made my autograph. Good for they you. They look ah, very different. Yeah, give that. me a piece of paper and I'll Here. show you. My mom wants your autograph, so sign this. Okay, this is okay. This is my this is my signature. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is my autograph. Yes, it is. <laughs> that 
That's about eight thousand dollars worth <laughs> right. of practice. We're gonna um, the, we're gonna put that up. Uh, that's hilarious. That My hilarious? father was a tax attorney. You know, oh whenever whenever uh, I'd have to sign my taxes or anything, I I would do my you know big J, you know, yeah, right, okay. and he'd go, "What is that? <laughs> that's that's my tax what signature, right. And you would probably sign over some of the right, numbers right. that needed to be filed. Like the J had the <laughs> U D I T H in it. You know, I had this whole. Oh, oh that's hilarious. Well, that's, yeah, and he'd that's be like, "Very, very feminine." What? Yes, I was not feminine. That? I was, I was. Yes, you're very masculine. And, and very yeah. yes. This is so too big. That, that is loaded with testosterone. Did you? So you're. Who, There's a big dick no, in there. Northwestern. I mean, it, I know a lot, some kids from my high school that went there, but and, would I know them? No, because you're way older than me. Um, <laughs> not that old, much older. Um. You're but, you know, puppies. Julia Louis-Dreyfus went uh-huh. there. My friend who I grew up with, Joe Purdy, who is... Uh... Joe Purdy? I know Joe Purdy very well. Holy shit. How do you know Joe Purdy? I went to school with Joe Purdy. Whoa, six degrees with Joe so... Purdy. He's a year young, older than me. I know I know Joe. He was friends with Mike Traeger and all those guys. I know Joe very well. He's about two or three years uh, younger than me. Joe Purdy, who lives in L.A.? Yeah. Oh, that Joe Purdy. Yes. <laughs> Joe How Purdy. do you know Joe Purdy? His brother well, is the editor uh, of the New York Times, Matthew Purdy. Who I don't believe I know, but I did not know that, and I know the name. Okay. But I know Joe Purdy. He's a writer. Anyone here know Bill Purdy? Shut up. All right. I love Wait, Joe I Purdy. Purdy. I know Bill Purdy from, uh, uh, he writes uh, um, from for uh, Big Bang Theory, or the, uh, Mike and Molly. That Bill Purdy? I didn't know. I'm not. No, sure. he, she's making. He is nope, making. I'm it not up. making it up. I used I, to go I and watch. I used to go and watch theater with him. Okay, Bill, great. Bill Purdy wrote on Carol and Company. All right, oh, listen, you fuckhead. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, me. Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. You know Joe Purdy? Very well. I love. Is he the nicest guy? Yes. His parents. Sweet. I just saw them at my mother's funeral. Yeah, I know Joe Purdy. Anyway, um, okay. So you go to Northwestern. Yes, with Joe. And you get humiliated. Oh, that was that was one day. No, and, I, right. I adored Northwestern. I loved it. I and loved it. Uh, who were the other actors that were with you? Gee, then let's see who went on to great fame. Um, oh my God, there are not a lot of great big famous people. They came a few years after. Right. Um, with Joe Purdy. <laughs> who? Well, Clancy Brown. Mm-hmm. He was there. Uh, um, I can't remember. I. I, I Michael Spound, but mm-hmm. he's, he, he was famous for a while. In fact, he was famous because I was on tour right. with Children's Theater in like bumfuck Idaho in a Motel 6, sharing a room, watching the Academy Awards. Uh. And he had a big Coke commercial on. And then like a year later, he was on the show Hotel. He played right. the, 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 uh, yep. the, 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 the bellman. Bell, bellhop. And, and, uh, I was so envious of Mike Mike Spound, who was and a now great look, guy. And now look at you. Yeah, no, there were other things. Do you know who Ralph? Do you know who Ralph Buckley is? No. Ralph Buckley is the uh, lotto guy here in New York. Oh right? yeah, in front of the newsstand. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, Ralph was the star huh. of everything at Northwestern. At Northwestern, and got all of the women. Not all of them. All of the uh-huh. women. Oh my God! And he was so smooth. He was great. And now and, he's the lotto guy. And he's the lotto guy, and and a very money. talented guy. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe he's a he teaches acting and improv, mm-hmm. and he's very talented and, right. and a great guy. But what wh- what the hell? You know, I mean, look, I call myself the schmuckers of acting. Right. With a face like this, I better be. Good. So, I think you're the cutest. <laughs> so you um you were on. I mean. Your big break really was mad about you, Spin there City. There is no big break. I, I Everybody, don't, the, I know. I, there is no big break. No, my big break was being Carol accepted. Uh, no, go. was being accepted to Second City. That's right. You did Second City no, right that's my, after that's my big break. Um, Northwestern. So you could say what was my big first big paying job was actually not my first big paying job was Carol and Company. Right, Carol and Company with Carol, Carol Burnett. Burnett. Uh huh. Uh, I. But then before that, were I did a series called, I'm going to tell you what I call it, Unsub What Unsub. But it was called Unsub. Did you Unsub? Ever, Unsub. U-N-S-U-B. You got it. Okay. This was a show 
you know what's, what's 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 awful about podcasts? If anybody listens to this, I've told the story before. That's okay. But is it okay? Of course. No one Judy gives a shit. repeat shit all the time. Okay. Shut up. All right. And some when I got out of Second City, I wanted to show the world in Hollywood that I was an actor. I wasn't just a comic actor. I didn't do just comedy. And you didn't do stand up. You were doing never. improv. I ne- at no. Second City. Oh, at Second City. Yes, yes. you were yes. doing improv. Yeah, I've never done stand-up. Who else in was my in life. your improv class? I had, I had great people, great, great, great people. Although the people who came after uh, were went on to greater fame. But I was with you know who Megan Fay is mm-hmm. and John Kapalos mm-hmm. and Mike Haggerty. Right, they're great people. Bonnie Hunt. I yes. was with spectacular people. Bonnie Hunt did improv. That's cool. Oh, Bonnie Hunt. I'm thinking of. Who were you thinking of? I was thinking of Bonnie Franklin. <laughs> I was thinking of Helen Hunt. Oh, no, 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 not Helen. Yeah, Helen Hunt. No, no Bonnie, way. Bonnie Hunt. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, she, Bonnie, Bonnie, Hunt. Bonnie Hunt, on the other hand, is the funniest. Oh, God, look what I'm going to say right now, so beware. I'm ready. Beware. I know, I hear, I know what's happening. Gonna, gonna, I know what's happening. Come across the desk to my throat. Mm-hmm. She's the funniest woman I know. I'm sorry. There is none quicker than Bonnie Hunt. Bonnie Hunt could out Robin Williams Robin Williams sometimes. You're still and, the funniest woman I know, Jenny. But you are the funniest woman. I'm the funniest lesbian Jew. <laughs> okay. So you go, you're you get now you're working with Carol Burnett. But isn't that funny that I might say this to a stand up who's doing the interview and say, Oh, he's the funniest guy I know, it would mean nothing. But saying it to a woman is I'm not saying insulting, but you ha- you are saying wait wait wait. Aren't I, don't you think I'm the funniest? Woman? Right, because we're women, and there's only a, there a was few, only I know. Isn't that interesting though? No, because there are a lot of funny women. The, of course there yeah. are, but, when, but when, the, when, you when, know, Bonnie Hahn is not going out every night and doing stand up. She uh, never did stand up, right? But I'm telling you, a quicker wit. Okay, okay. May, maybe not the funniest. I think she had. I, here's. I'm going to. I'm All right, going to, go. You're going to revise. I am. He's going to revise because I know revision. Who I'm with. She she is the wittiest person that I've. Okay. I've <laughs> All right. You're very funny. Well, she is, All right. I need to know about Carol Burnett. Oh, okay. Uh, what do you want to know about Carol? Well, Burnett? so you get this job. Uh, Wait. Do you want to know about the woman, or you want to know about the show? I kind of want to know about the woman. I okay. want to make love to her. Yeah. Oh, God, please. I want to. Carol Burnett is on my list. All right. She's, bye she's, now. She's one of the finest. Fine. Talk about a woman who's funny and not exactly witty. Right. Because she only said one witty thing that I can ever remember. Mm-hmm. She, but she could tell a great story. She certainly acted great. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. certainly knew comedy backwards mm-hmm. and forwards. The only funny thing she ever said or witty thing that she ever said was it was my birthday and the uh, the owner of or the, um, the the owner of Second City said the producer sent me a dozen cookies, mm-hmm. chocolate chip cookies that had that were in flowers. You know, a mm-hmm, box of, right. of, of, awesome. of, of, of a dozen cookies. Better than flowers. And uh, Carol said, oh, you better put them in a vase of milk. <laughs> oh, that's funny. It's very, very funny. But they get smushed. All right, go ahead. <laughs> well, no, no, no. They were on I know. I'm just okay. kidding. Oh, so, my, oh God. my God. Why am I so... Oh, uh, God. All right, you're the funniest. All right. Um, <laughs> so, all right. So... But you had, lo- I'm sure you had been a fan of hers before you got oh the Carolyn I mean, Company. I'm, I'm Richard Kind because of the, she right. and her company. So, so I was on a show called Anything But Love. I did an episode of yes, that. Yes, I remember. That was uh, uh, seen by a woman named Marsha. Oh, golly, why can't I remember her name? Because she's with the, one of the great ladies of the world. And I can't remember her last name. Okay. Because I'm old. But Marsha was uh, Carol's producer, was one of her best friends right. and, and producers. She was an, an ex news person mm-hmm. who became a producer. She was on that. She was at the, the Marsha Brady. No. Go ahead. I'm kidding. She was. Uh, by the way, I, I love that Marsha Brady. Marsha Brady. I love that that interview. Marsha Brady. Yeah. Uh, Go ahead. So she uh, she had me in mind when they were casting Carolyn Company because she right. had been in the audience for anything but love. The at the audition usually you know you're outside with six people whatever and then the casting the associate the assistant to the casting director uh, Richard we're ready for you you come in and hi this is Carol Burnett oh hello how do you do. No, I was the only one in the hallway. Carol comes out. Carol comes out of the door, arms open wide. No way. Marsha Cross. Nope. Continue. Marsha Cross. Go. No. Opens her arms like I'm going to get a big bear hug. In essence, saying, she said, "Come on in, let's play." 
Oh. Those were the words. Come on. Oh my in. God, Let's I play. love her. I love her. I love her. Hey, so I've never met her. I love her. Oh, she is worth meeting. Right. She's as gracious and loving, uh, and she was. What she was trying to say is, you're good. You do this for a profession. Come in and let me make this arena as good for you right. as can be. And as comfortable. And show me right. what you can do. The That's opposite, great. by the way, of what Woody Allen does, right. in my opinion. Yeah. Right. He gives you the the sides right there. You got seconds. Uh, Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you yeah, ready? Do it for me. And not let's see what you can do. Let's see what you can do now quickly so that I can I, I can it. just take yeah, yeah, first I, impressions. I, honest to God, as much as I, I'm dying, dying to, to say his words. Dying to be a part of it, um, it just isn't. It's not how I work. Right, it's, it's just not. So I wish you, I, I wish it were. I really wish it were. No, that's, now you walk in cool. the room and you do this audition, and so you were not nervous at that point. Oh, you're always nervous, right? I know, but you felt, oh my god. Oh, I would say there, yeah. there, there's love. Look, something else because I was raised on her and Corman right. and, and Tim yeah. Conway. I got it in my bones. Right. I knew I could do it. And I've got Second City. Right. And it was great. So what was- I I will tell you something else. My first show with her, I played a bartender Mm -hmm. in sort of a detective mystery. Mm -hmm. It it was was an anthology series of different types of genre of comedy. Right. And we did 22-minute one-act plays, in essence. Mm -hmm. So in this one, we were doing a a takeoff of some sort of uh, detective- Thing. Put out your hand for a second. Put 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 it down, and and I, I could. Her hand was on the bar. It it was shaking. Right. I, I, I could say her face delivering right, like right, like right. like uh, the Empire State Building, mm-hmm. but the hand was sort of shaking. Now, she's got twenty five years and a hundred million dollars more than I do. Right. In this business, but I knew she liked me. Right. And I took her hand, and I said the line like this and i believe in my ridiculous right. ego in my hand yes that i calmed her down i think you did I, i'm sure you did there's 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 that conversation that goes on between actors on stage right. that is always yeah unspoken. but carol That's... burnett has no reason to be nervous but although she does because this is all different to her and her name is on it right. she's not with joe she's got a whole new cast everything like that and uh, but i loved her yeah. And like the country, I wanted to take care of her. Right. I wa- I loved her so much that I, I I embraced her and all her goodness. Who else was on that show? That was great. It was Megan Fay, who I came right. in from. Uh, 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 Terry Kaiser. Do you remember mm-hmm. Terry Kaiser? Yes. I'll give you a name. Was uh, um, Peter Krause. Oh, wow. Yeah. I love him. So do I. I love him. I love him. I love him. Anita Barone. Do you know mm-hmm. her? Anita Barone. Uh, I'm, I don't think I'm forgetting anybody. And then they had a guest star each right. week. And uh, and I how mean, many seasons was that? It was two and a half. Two, yeah. Uh, the, we had the first season, which was very successful. And then mm-hmm. um, there was talk that I was not going to come back for the no second way. season. I don't think CBS wanted me. Mm-hmm. We're and in Carol, CBS right now. Yeah. Yeah, we well, can soap the windows yeah. if you want. <laughs> Carol... Uh, and Marsha and Matt Williams, they all, they all, I, at least, they all fought for me. Right. And I did come back. And the everybody fought for me, and I did come back. But oh my God, I remember being on edge every day. And it's was, so annoying. It's yeah. like you're so talented, and and, and yeah, everyone but, wants you. And then the, some fucking network executive probably yeah, goes, looks at you and goes, ah, oh, that reminds me of my asshole brother in law. Right. And that's the end of it. Yeah, but you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm different. I mean, I'm I'm just a nobody who looks like me is in acting. Nobody wants you know. I mean, it's a telegenic uh, medium. Yes. Right, but you have such a great face. You think so, but there's no. a guy. There's lots of guys right, in Ohio. Look at those eyes. Look at you. You're, you're. I'm very very aware of who I am, what I do. Right. And if anybody says I'm annoying or I can't stand that character or he's uh, he always plays uh, nervous or anything. Right. You're doing I, something right. Well, no, it, no it affects I, I you. I don't blame that person. Right. I, I Does it affect understand. you? No. Oh. So. Do you think it should? No. I think I'm they're seeing really... the character. What? I think they're seeing the character and they're annoyed with that character. Maybe. Okay. Because you do your job well. But, but the thing is, is that 
it's what I got to sell. This right. is, you know, it's inside my here. What do you want? What do you right. want? You but you, so and and you're of this Paul Reiser generation sure. of of all these comic guys uh-huh. uh, developing shows. Um, now, Paul, though, in his early years was a leading man, man right. a la Elliot Gould or George Siegel, right. who I always wanted to be. And then I realized at Second City, I, here's here's what I think. On a situation comedy, on a comedy, I have to be supporting because mm-hmm. I'm so large in what I bring. Uh, hello? That, yeah, but, yeah, but I know that you cannot, I cannot be the Maypole. I You're cannot seasoning. be Bob Newhart. Yeah, I am a satellite character. Right. I understand that. I think that in an hour show, I could be the center character. Yes, absolutely. I think in an hour. I could see you on like a Netflix series. Yes. Yeah, so, I could see that. both of us on a Netflix series. I could series. see you on every series. No, I'm saying as husband oh, and wife. Are you kidding oh, me? Absolutely. As brothers, two, sisters, yeah. Yeah. as lovers. But something has changed in me in the past six or seven years that acting teachers and even a commercial teacher that I remember, a guy mm-hmm. named Chuck Kebby, who used to teach uh, right around the corner? Right, used to teach uh, up when um, be, be, before the uh, when the Col- Coliseum was was right. on Fifty Ninth. Oh, remember that? Yeah. So he used to teach uh, across the street from there, and but they all said, "Don't do so much, don't do so much." And and I am I'm theater trained, and I mm-hmm. did so much. Right. I understand why a, an actor will not get the part in the movie, even though he was so great on stage. Right. I understand that. Mm-hmm. And I am, I was a stage, and I, it's as if I were doing it for the audience at home. Right. Mm-hmm. When I looked into a camera. Right. I have changed. I'm mm. still louder than most people. Right. But I'm not loud anymore. Right. Okay. I, I am what I am. But uh, I am what I am. Yeah. And what I am. All right. You are so gay. So I am. So you have the you have the Paul, you have Gary Shanley, you have Richard Lewis, all uh-huh. these guys who are comic actors, but but most of them created doing, their own and were doing stand up too. And that's true. They and, and did stand up. Yeah. You get us. You um you start working on Mad About You and Spin City. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mad About You first, right? Mad About then You I first. Was fired from Mad About You. What? Mm-hmm. Because I don't know. After to this day. I don't. I can't put my finger on it, and the deep bile inside me has theories that I will not say aloud. Uh, I've got my own theories. And were you good friends? Yeah, it was very. very and now I'm working with Paul again. Right. The, so, oh, Paul Riser, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, and yeah, I, 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 didn't, I, I, I was hired as a uh, recurring character. They used me every week. We went in after about the seventh episode and said, look, you're using yeah, me every week. Yeah, I need week. to be a regular. Yeah, make, make me yeah. a regular. So they made myself and, and Leela Kenzel a regular. Uh, my agent asked during pilot season, will he be back next year? They said yes. I then went off to do The Music Man in North Carolina right. because I like doing theater right. during the summer. And I remember getting the phone call at the phone booth that was right in the Oh, please. Right, I remember right every rejection call, yes. And, and it said they're not picking up your, your option. Okay. Oh. Uh, and they're not fires. hiring you. I go, wait, wait, what do, you, what do you mean? What do you mean? And they, they didn't have me back. They asked, would I do some, you know, one or two? But they wouldn't. And I said, no. But they wouldn't have me back. So then the next pilot season, I got Spin City. Right. And so I didn't do Mad About You for about four or five years. And then once Spin City was on and I had my ego was back in check right. and my, my self-confidence, I went and I did a few uh, Mad About You's where I, I came back. But, can you? I can't believe it. It's mm-hmm. so the, – the pit in your stomach where you're like, are you fucking kidding me? I was, I mean, I was heartbroken. I, I, I've had that happen on smaller jobs. But where you're like you, – you're like you feel okay. I got, you know, wow. I, I have a plan. Yeah. It's all working out. And then a fucking knife yeah. from nowhere. It was horrible. Now, I will say this. And despite I what did the not like wants. doing Mad About You as much as I should have because I used to call myself a, a parsley on a plate of meat and potatoes. Mm-hmm. It was Paul and Helen's show. Right. And I did go into the producer and I said, look, I, I know that I 
am not being, you know, I'm not the All I want, I want to be used more. I know you can't do that, but what I do have, I want a choice mm-hmm. and write well for me. Okay, and he absolutely said, "I don't know whether we can, you know, I can't promise that, or I can't." And so, you know, it was boring. Right. John Panko and I, uh, who's oh, John, I love John Panko. He's he's the finest there is. Mm-hmm. There is the one of the finest men that walked the earth. When he was hired, and I used to talk to him about, about it and everything, uh, he would sit in his trailer all day, and he would love it. He would love it. I would sit in my trailer all day, and go. What the fuck? Right. Come on. Mm-hmm. What the fuck am I doing here? I'm an right. actor. John would love it. He loves it. We still laugh about it to this day. Give him one scene in the show, one scene a week. He's just right. delighted. Uh, that drives me up the wall. Okay. So, yep. so, um, you're an actor. Yeah. It's called it's, Integrity. So, and it's also, I, I mean, it's not Integrity. It's. Well, it's like why I like doing plays, right? Yeah. And that you weren't fulfilled. You were. I was. I was totally unfulfilled, right. which is why I went during the summer to do plays. And the, even with plays, even when you're not working, you're working. What do you mean? During uh, when you're doing theater, even when you're not working necessarily, you're still learning your lines and running scenes with right, people. Right. Of course. Yeah. Oh yeah. But but you know you're going to be working every night and an arc. You're following an arc of a story. You got to invest in it. Right. Um. You have the. Research I did says you've had 185 roles over the 30 years. Wow. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, and that the interesting thing, and forgive me for being a jerk about this, but that doesn't include theater. Right. Right. No, I, I know that. That's what I On film. Right. I have. Now. That's crazy. And I know. It's and crazy. It's like you, your face, I mean, I wonder. I mean, I get people look at me and they're like, "Wait, yeah, yeah. How did do you I know go to you? high school? Right, yeah, right, 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 right. Do you owe me money? Right. Am I related to? I really have gotten right. I'm I can't imagine having your face in this city or anywhere. Where I mean, how often do people come up to you or stare at you? Um, I don't uh, stare you at don't me. Pay I don't, I don't, okay. stare, stare at me. I don't recognize as much. People will will be walking with me and say, I mean, I, the funny thing is when somebody passes you and then they cross the street and then <laughs> right. don't come by again. That, that I, I sort of, uh, I, I sort of know the funniest one. I was walking with Brian Darcy James and some guy comes up and goes, I, I know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't you used to run the porno stand on 34th? No way. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> that was That's the funniest the one. Uh, was, I love Brian. One. So do I. Uh, yeah, so he's, talented. I just, I just emailed him today because I'm going to the Oscars because of Inside Out, and he's going because of Spotlight. Right. You know, two new New York theater kids who are right. you know, cool. going to the prom. So yeah, that's great. Cool. It is great. Uh, you were on Scrubs. Yes. As Harvey Corman. You'd be shocked at how many people, how many, if they're young. Now they're about 28. But right. I was on three episodes of Scrubs, and. People will say, I loved you in Scrubs. Right. Same uh, with Curb. And with so Curb, Curb, I was in everyone, four episodes. And people think you were a main character. Uh, absolutely. They, they think I was a regular for seven years. Right. Characters, actors? Uh, Character actors. Well, because you when you appear, Richard, it's very memorable. People remember it's you. All, that's, that's all I ask. Um, so you are... Now, I, I remember when you lived in L.A., and yeah. I lived in L.A., and I'd see you at the Farmer's Market. You were yeah. always... The you were really one of the friendliest, Very warmest. Nice no, true. Uh, you get married and have children. How did that change your, or did it your your career or the way you thought of yourself? Or wow, how did it change my career? My career I, is easier to explain. Um, because for me. I was then. Okay. You you know, t- t- yeah. No, no, no. Tell me, how did it? How did it change? So I, I in L.A. I'm on a series. I then get another series. Then I'm doing episodics. I have an HBO special. I'm like hot. Uh, my ex, who's now my ex, gets pregnant and says, "Okay, we can stay here in California, or we can go to New York, but we have to make the decision now. I'll do whatever you want." And I thought to myself. I, my mother grew up in Manhattan. All I've ever wanted to do is bring my, if I ever had children, bring them up in Manhattan. I, the only reason I would be in LA would be for my career. I never wanted them 
I mean, that was the only reason I was there. Mm. And when I I remember the thing was when I was in L.A. See, I, I'm, I'm, go, I'm, I'm going going. I remember when you were in L.A. OK, OK. You remember that for us. But uh, I have a similar thing. I didn't want to bring my kids up in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. I did not want to bring my kids up in L.A. So it wasn't, oh, let me go to a more positive place. Right. It was, let me get out of this hell for my children's sake. Right. Okay? I loved L.A. Jesus. You know, I mean, you play golf. It's, it's Oh, nice. no, it's fun. I go, yeah, I was fun. in great shape, but I... No, but it's no place to live, and life, right. life flits by. It was fantasy. Right. When, and when you're not working in L.A., oh, my God, which you won't know. Can, 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 can I tell you Alan Arkin's funniest line? What? He goes... Uh, when you when you're when you're not working, L.A. is the worst place right. in the world. Absolutely. But when you're working, L.A. is the, is the worst place in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. But I remember that when I was living in L.A. and and even when I was working, working and doing stand up and I had HBO, you know, like everything was going great. If I watched. The beginning of NYPD Blue, you know, the opening. Oh, that's funny. I would be like, <laughs> but when I was in New York and I'd watch the beginning of L.A. Law, oh, I was no. like, oh, uh, God, yes. I've never thought of it that way. And I. It, oh, my God. That is a wonderful, wonderful. It's not an analogy, but a. Right. But you can envision Compared it. Right. How Exercise. did I look? How did I look when, when, I, when I would watch a Woody Allen movie? Right. I can't say it was uh, NYPD Blue. Right. Because, but I'm because just you saying usually I would see, see hookers. Oh, right. And, uh, no, no. But I, I'd see the street signs and the, this and, right. and they the streets. Right. And then when I was was in New York for a period of time and I'd see them driving down Sunset Blue and I was like, ew. Yeah. You know, it was like, oh, that was fun. But my heart no and soul. Texture. There's truly no was, texture. There's no right. texture. No texture yeah, when you're watching the opening to L.A. Law. There's right. A As a matter of fact, I don't even want to think of that. I think of them at the table. Right. Not out in there. Oh, my God. I don't mm. look at the sunshine. Right. I don't, and I love sunshine. Right. But no. And I, my favorite thing was always when I would come in. And and land, I would take. I would fly into JFK and take the bus into right. Port Authority. Okay, first of all, and, you are known oh as one of the most frivolous. 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 Fr- no, no, frugal. Oh, frugal. Did I? Frugal. Oh my god, frivolous. Parsimonious. Oh my god, I'm so. You were on the right track. You're I know, but I do opposite. crossword puzzles every day. I do the New York Times cross. I, don't, I can't believe I said frivolous. Well, that, but... that, that, that's a frugal activity. <laughs> <laughs> but you are known as. I mean, I never fucking took the bus. I couldn't take it. Oh, I'll take I the have... bus anywhere. I'll take the I bus. No, the I take bus. the bus in the city and I take yeah. the subway. And I would take the bus. I've taken the bus to Atlantic City. I would, uh, oh. honest to God. I, oh, oh, I will. I, I actually enjoy, even to this day, bit, how do I put this? Not bits of poverty, but... Don't make it so easy on yourself. Right. Don't take the Uber. Make it easy on yourself. Discover the city. I'm the same way. Like when I worked last night, it was fucking pouring out. I didn't, I could have taken a car. I was like, no, you're taking the subway and you're walking to the cellar from the port. You are so funny. You will only take a subway when it's raining. That's not true. Okay. What do you mean only take the subway? I took the subway today. Whatever. Um, it was raining today. So whatever. Uh, it was. So you, because for me, having a child, so I moved back to New York. And I started working on the Rosie show, blah, 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 blah. But it was, for a woman having children, it's different. It, it is different. For, for, a man, yeah. for a man having children. I, I would probably be wealthier. Oh, I, I please, might, uh, absolutely. I, I would probably, uh, even though I know I work a lot, I would probably be working more. Right. Yeah, I, I don't I don't want to say that. I work plenty, and I'm very, right. very grateful. But maybe the projects that I would be doing would pay more. Right. Okay? Uh, you know, L.A. just has more opportunity, right. and it's, 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 it's just it's a land of milk and honey. Right. It is. And New York, you, when you walk outside, uh. you got to gird yourself. For the world, right? Mm-hmm. You just do, and in the L.A., you don't gird yourself. And I remember once you gird your car, right? <laughs> hey, it's good true. night, folks. <laughs> and I remember one time uh, uh, being at Mike Haggerty's house, and right. there were 
marshmallow chickens on top of the refrigerator. And I looked at them, I go, Peeps. Is it Easter? Yeah. I could, I could not, I right. didn't remember what month it was. Right. And I go, God, it's, it's Easter. And it wasn't actually. It was not Easter. <laughs> he he just, probably just had peeps. But you out had all no year. idea. Because, yeah. I did not know where I so how, what's the longest you've been away from your children? Oh, that's a good one. It's about to happen. Because you're the, going to London. I'm going to London to do to do a show. Um, but they're going to come visit you? They are. That'll In be fact, fun. one of the reasons, I told you, is, yeah. is something for them to do. Have they been to London? No. Oh, no, that's going to no, be great. No, they, 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 what theater are you all. doing it at? I'm sorry. That's uh, it's my either last the question. Savoy or the Piccadilly. I can't remember. Oh, both. Amazing. Yeah, it's, cool. it's it's at one now and then it's transferred because they're replacing the whole whole cast. Right. So, and then they're, they're transferring. Um, right. I did Luck. I did a series called Luck. Yes. And Michael Mann. You were a ga- uh, uh, horse, horse, horse ga- gam- uh, uh, jockey's, or jockey's or jockey. agent. Yeah, yeah, whatever. That was a great show. It yeah. was oh a good God. show. It was a great, great mm-hmm. show. Just one great season, show. right? Okay, can yeah. I get the how I'm long sorry, has he boss. been away from his kids? I was, I was gone from Luck for a long time and like, didn't see my kids. How long? Because Michael Mann is, just took forever. I, I bet it was six weeks. I bet it was six. We wouldn't that, let me go home. That's not that bad. That's not that bad. It's it's torture when you're a parent. It's torture. I will tell you this. This is a weird thing that I figured out. I mean, I people know. go to war and they don't see their kids for a year. Yeah. Or ever. My sister said that. She go. I go. I go on. She goes. My therapist says that to me. Really? If I'm going away for like a week, I'm like, and I get feel guilty right. and, and stomach. Even when our kids are away from war, but it doesn't make it right. Right. Okay. That's that's one thing. Mm. Now, this is the weird thing. I will be with my kids for months and months. And by the way, since luck, I haven't been away for that much. Right. But when I am with my kids for two years solid, right. and then I go away for a week, I miss them so much. I know. But if I'm gone for after three or four weeks, I don't miss them as much. It's right. a crazy thing. But when I really see them and everything, right. and then I go, oh, God, I don't want to miss Two days seems right. an eternity. Right. But if I'm gone three, four weeks, of course I miss them. I'm right. not, I don't mean to say it like that. I don't want to be so But you've settled natural. into your life. Yeah. And, you, you, and you now you can FaceTime and all that crap. Well, like yeah. I can't wait to do that. Now, when I was doing luck, we didn't do that. Right. We did, we did, I'm now going to London, and I'm going to have to Skype. Yeah, that's I what I do. Yeah, but I'm I still like you and can't hold them. I don't know how them. to Skype. I've got to get together with everybody, and we've got to. Learn I'll show you how, how to do it. You will. Yeah, you're. Uh... I'm going to write it down. You're going to show me how to do it, and I'm going to do yes, it. Yes, I do it all the time. The idea of helping mom or dad move to a senior living community brings up a lot of emotions. You want to be supportive, but it's getting harder and harder by the day. Lately, it feels like you're always concerned about mom or dad's safety. You're constantly stopping by to help out with household chores. You're spending more time as caregiver than son or daughter. It's a reality many adults face as their parents get older. If you're at that point, we can help. At the Good Samaritan Society, we work hard to help each of our residents feel loved, valued, and at peace every day. It's our mission, and we embrace it with a passion. It's possible your mom or dad may not be ready for that kind of move, but for many people, that time has come, and it's okay to ask for help. To learn more about how we can help you, call the Good Samaritan Society at 855-GOOD-SAM or visit good-sam.com. That's good-sam.com. Um, I taught Judy how to Skype. No, you didn't. Just joking. Uh, so. <laughs> what an, a, a wild thing to say. Crazy. What, I is, taught you how I, to what Skype. is your job? And it's a lie. And it's a lie. Yeah. That is hilarious. Okay, please. I, I then, taught her how to then, do a lot of things. Then like you encourage Skype. this behavior. <laughs> um, how did you get this job, by the way? Oh, it was a mistake. It was a I, uh, bad day for Judy. Lauren was, I mean, Hennessy, whatever we're calling you now, yeah, uh, was a student of mine. I teach at uh, Ein, uh, ESPA, Einhorn School of Performing Arts. Uh-huh. Teach people how to write one-person shows. Oh, okay. you do. So, yes. And so, Hennessy. But I don't want to learn how to do it. I want to have somebody do it, or I don't know what to do. Okay. It's, we'll go off the it's a process. Judy should do your one-person show. I would do your one-person. I mean, it's... Yeah, it's it's it is an amazing process. Yeah, and one I really one of like some of my students, one of them is you know now it's his is being filmed and yeah. Is it autobiographical like, usually or is it? It depends. I've had students. Most of them are. I think most of them are autobiographical. Are you aware of a one person show called Northern Lights? I've heard of that. Yes. That to me 
was spectacular. I've never seen a one-person show, and I usually think one-person shows are masturbatory. Me too. I don't like them. Same. But Northern Lights was a tour de force. It 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 weaved characters that characters would start doing a monologue, and you you hear what they're saying, but you don't understand. And then three monologues later, it's explained what we right. referred to. It was stunning. It was so good that it was made into a TV movie, I believe for HBO, mm-hmm. that was not a one-person show. It mm-hmm. took the story that was being told and made them into... Uh, okay. Well, my, my 25 Questions for a Jewish Mother show was um, all these women that we had interviewed all over the country, also Jewish mothers. Really so, and I saw your show about TV, right? Right, about yeah. how I was the addicted TV to sitcoms. Yeah, addicted to TV, um, which okay. I love. Thank you. So, but masturbate. I'm kidding. <laughs> that's what I hate. That's what I totally avoid, and I don't let any students do that because no. it's like no one wants to see you cry or talking about your problems. Right. right. Uh, so, what is it like for your kids to, you know, to walk, walk down, down the street with you? Because I know they are. They are because Henry and Ben are like, can you not talk to people on the radio? You do. Do you know so many people? Do you know? Yeah. Oh, please. They are. They are used to it. They. It is as if uh, things go on. The stars go around their right. head <laughs> of like boredom, and I will wait this out, and then we go right back into conversation. Right. They, mm-hmm. they don't care. The only thing is, is that there was pride with Bing Bong. There was great, Hi, Bing nice. Bong. There was great, great pride. Wow. So cool. Bing Bong is is, cool. is pretty. It's such a great story because you are the breakout character, and yet you don't get to go to con. That is the truth. However, right. I will tell you this: in there, they, they knew how disappointed I was in con. I, I, I just I, can you I, tell I, us why they didn't? They didn't want to. Oh, reveal. that's true. Why they didn't yes. take me to con is because in their wisdom. Uh, Pixar kept Bing Bong a secret right. until it came on because it was, uh, you know, advertising the five emotions. That's mm-hmm. great, but having the best, the the um, the uh, imaginary friend as a child is sort of uh, what kind of question. By the way, do you know that there are three pilots about imaginary friends? This pilot season? is that true? Wow, Isn't that crazy. That's well, that's pretty because cool. That's look I what know. you did. Yeah, look what I did. And Thank look, God. And look what I'm not auditioning for. I mean, have, have you had any pi- uh, auditions for pilots? Uh, I did, f- for one, to be a big lesbian. One. <laughs> like a big... Pi- I wasn't set up for that. Why? Yeah, Who was it? A, a, a lesbian who's an Elvis impersonator. That's oh, what I Jesus. went up. Okay, well. And... and uh, that that's been it for this pilot season. Yeah, I don't I don't get. It's unfucking believable. So, so it's, I, I, um, of course, I'm, I don't expect to go up for imaginary friends. But it's just very unusual. Right. Anyway, um, um, that that is really the the only thing that my kids right. take pride in or anything like that. Uh, and um, every once in a while, oh, do you know that person? Yes, I do. Yes. Oh my God, you're elevated yeah. in their eyes and stuff like that. But I took my daughter to the Tonys when I right. was nominated. And she met uh, Cicely Tyson. Right. She oh. met Bernadette T. Peters. Right. She sat next to Zach. Bernadette Zach. is the nicest well, person. She, she's the loveliest. Yeah. She, she, oh, you, you, I'll, I'll tell you one thing. On the Burnett show that she did, oh, I've told her she did uh, 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 the song I'm Flying from Peter Pan. Right. But she did I'm it. Flying, flying, flying. She did it flying. just like that. It was right. Just a, she did it as like a ballad. It was almost like, oh. it was so beautiful. I love her. And we were in the rehearsal hall. She was in jeans and a t-shirt. She's so sexy. She's so sexy. But can you imagine in jeans and a no. t-shirt? She oh. was, my tongue hung out. I, I, I couldn't believe it. Now, when it was put on air, she wore this dress with the, mm-hmm. uh, what, what they call the glitter things. the right. uh, Sequins. With sequin dress. And there was a, a light going on so that she was, it was very magical looking. No. When she did it, just standing by a piano. Uh, oh my god! I love her. Yeah. Do was, you have you ever called a customer service place and they recognize your voice? Oh yeah, I have. Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Like who, not Verizon or not the ones that are in India. I don't know. I not the know. outsourced ones oh who are god. like, "Hello, uh, Verizon Wireless. My name is Pamela." No, it's not. <laughs> your name is not Pamela. <laughs> <laughs> uh, You're right. I have a question. Are there Americans who are also doing it over in India? 
Are there English? I don't think. So. Probably the executives, well, but. You know the amazing thing that I heard? Hmm. I heard sometimes if you like pull up to a Jack in the Box or something, mm-hmm. you press the button, hmm. you are not talking to the people inside the restaurant. You're talking to India. They take it down. They place the order. You're, fu- you're lying. They outsource the. They outsource. Yeah. The fucking microphone. Kill me now. On a drive-thru. To take, to take that is order. a kill me now. This country. All right, we're going to get to this country because oh I know that God. you're very oh passionate. Hey, thanks so much for listening to part one of Richard Kind's show on Kill Me Now. And join us next week for Kill Me Now, Richard Kind part two. Also, join us on May 16th live. We're doing a live Kill Me Now podcast recording. 6.15 p.m. May 16th, New York City. Go to katg.com slash podfest. That's katg.com slash podfest. We're doing an awesome live doubleheader show with Keith and the girl. So check it out. We hope to see you there. And thanks again for listening to Kill Me Now. And uh, everything was wonderful. I'll see you soon. Thank you for the visit. So Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.